one would think, given their longevity in the business and album sales in the tens of millions, they could budget better accommodations when they took to the road. After all these years, he still had to contend with rooms filled with sticky air and the faint aroma of cigarette smoke from past residents gone rogue. To say nothing of ancient phones that sounded like a hundred bicycle bells simultaneously exploding. It rang again, and he groaned. Who would call? The abandoned crew knew to text him, as did family and management. They hadn't been here but ten minutes. Surely fans couldn't have found them out this quickly. Maybe a hotel clerk wished to inquire about scheduling a wake-up call he didn't want? But neither of the two he spotted downstairs appeared that proactive. A third ring. The noise continued in his head after the phone quieted. He thought first to yank the cord out of the wall, but resisted. An ignored call might give way to unwanted knocking. He was tired. He had hoped for a pre-show nap. No such luck. In one long stride, he reached the nightstand by the bed and grabbed the receiver midway through the fourth ring. Woodrow, he greeted the caller in a cold voice using only his last name. I left you something on the other side of the door.